Hi, and happy New Year's. Welcome to the Comic Deserve Better podcast. I am one of your hosts, Brian, and with me, as always, is Carrie. Hello. And Richard. Hey. Are you? I got a weird look from Carrie. Just I now. hear like the Zelda music. I swear to God, it's like the Twilight Princess wolf sound oh, in the background. Outside, yeah, we have our window open. Yeah, you know, a little breeze in here. So, yeah, <laughs> if I hear a little background ambiance, that's probably what it, what it is. Swear, just our dog have, having usual. hallucinations. So, welcome as always uh, to our podcast where we talk about independent comics. Uh, w- I was reintroduced you both. So, but instead of reintroducing you, thank uh, you. Since it's the time of the season, what are your uh, New Year's resolutions, if you have any? I don't have. I don't believe in them. Okay. Because I always like if I tell myself, okay, like I'm a fat person, so I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna um, like lose weight this year, like start going to the gym. I'll never fucking do it. Or like I'm gonna get more organized. Fuck that. You know, like (laughs) I never. Anything that's a self-improvement, I never do. But if it were just like, Carrie, you should drink more, then I might do it. (laughs) Or Carrie, you should spend more money egregiously on stupid shit. I might do it. But anything that's self-improvement, I just like, I can't. It feels like a chore, I guess is what it is, regardless of what it is. So I'm not very good at keeping resolutions. Mm -hmm. Richard, do you have any? Uh. I want my resolution for this uh, coming year is hopefully if the economy and the uh, markets uh, agree with me is to buy a house. Oh, Ooh. nice. So I, so I could just, you know, have a 30 year mortgage and never stop working. But there you go. Roof yeah, over your head. So, you know, take the good. Cool. Now, in your area is um, is real estate very expensive? Oh, highest real estate market in the country right now. Probably. You're, yeah. You're very close to a beach. And there's yeah. no state tax. So, I, you know, all the rich people keep moving down here. Yeah. It's really inflated the market. It's a pain in the ass. Gotcha. <laughs> I think my my resolution is kind of corny. It's always um, whatever, you know, basically just work on being happy. Yeah, I think do, that's a good one. Do what you yeah, need to do. That's a essentially. good resolution. Yeah. Yeah. As long as it doesn't harm someone else, you know, do what you need to do to be happy. Yeah, I like that. Good for you. So thank you. All right. Well, thank you once again. I always like having these little conversations with you before we uh, get into the meat of the episodes. But um, so we're going to go ahead and jump into our spotlights. Uh, no DIY corner again this week. Um, but uh, we should have a good one next week for uh, episode 100. Um, but we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do the spotlight this time. Since last time I made Richard do it first. Um and my spotlight is uh, Life of Melody by Mari Costa from Seven Seas. Um, it is a graphic novel that came out, I think, last year. Uh, it's it's cute as hell. I got to tell you that right now. <laughs> um, so we have a fairy and a troll. Um their names are uh, the fairy is Rasmataz, and Bond is the uh, the beast man, aka uh, basically a half troll. Um, so they both come up in the forest, they both come across a baby that's been abandoned and um, like a newborn, and they both don't trust each other to do the best with the baby. 
Um, so they both will refuse to leave the baby's side. So they decide to compromise and pretend that they're married. Um, and then they have a glamour put over them so they both look human. Mm-hmm. So they pretend that they're they're um their husbands and they have the kid. Um and so this is kind of a, a fun romantic comedy with a supernatural twist, essentially. Um and they they eventually, you know, kind of grow with each other as they as they parent um who they eventually name Melody, hence the name Life Life with Melody or Life with Melody. Um but um but yeah, it it has a lot of uh, a lot of humor in it. It's really touching. It's kind of a fun little story. Um, it's it's like it's a world with magic, but obviously, you know, everyone in the town that they're in is human, so they gotta pretend that they're human. But yeah, it's it's more or less like a a, a good time, and you know, your your classic rom com where there's gonna be like an issue in the middle where that kind of breaks everyone up, and then they kind of get back together and. But it's done so well. The, the artwork is great. The characters are fun. Um, both both Bond and Razzmatazz are really interesting characters, to say the least. Um, uh, Bond, even though he's like a monster man, he is like the the cool, chill guy who uh, is really good with children. So he actually ends up becoming a um, becoming like a um, a daycare sitter for other kids. And then Razzmatazz gets a job in a library, but Razzmatazz has two voice levels, which is quiet and extremely loud. So he doesn't last too long in the library. Um, but yeah, Funny. so yeah, it's it's a pretty cool story. It's about kind of cultures getting together. Um, it's also about love, and it's also about raising kids, and you know, so it's good. it's a good story altogether. So I definitely recommend it. Cool, cool. So, very cool. Yeah, um, I might actually choose it next season. We'll see. I think it's good. It's been in my to read pile, and I've had a chance to read a lot of stuff in my to read pile lately. So, um, you'll you'll be getting all these crazy graphic novels <laughs> for a little bit of time. Um, all right. So, how Richard? How about you go next? Oh, cool, cool. Well, um, I gave a look to uh, Old Dog Number One. It's uh, from Image. It's by uh, Declan Chalvey. He's doing uh, the writing and the art, and Clayton Cowles on uh, letters. And it's edited by Heather Antos. So we uh, open up the uh, the first issue and we see a young uh, CIA operative on a case. And then but it's an undisclosed time time and place. But then what we see as we progress is that it flashes forward to, I guess, the present day. And mm-hmm. you see uh, the who was one the once the young old, you know, the young CIA officer. You see him. He's very elderly now. Uh, his name's Lynch. And basically, he's been, uh, I, I guess, dishonor, dishonor, uh, dishonorably discharged or whatever. So, or basically, he's been demoted to the point that there was a desk job. All, all you're aware is that there was like an incident, some sort of calamity where he really effed up. And Uh-oh. he got demoted and he's just doing like surveillance work now for the company. And also, like all of his family's dead. So, like, oh. all he has left is this work. So then we flash back. To like him as his younger self he's running over rooftops he's handling the mission and then you know he gets caught up with uh like a security team so he has to go in kick-ass mode he's you know busting heads shooting people in the face the whole nine and then when we flash back to his older situation basically they get movement in the building that they're surveilling and the uh, two other operatives that they're there he you know they decide to go in he tells them, like, oh, this is supposed to be just a surveillance mission. And they're like, those aren't our orders. 
those are yours. So they tell them to wait 10 minutes if they don't, if they're not back or don't communicate at 10 to go ahead and call for a backup. Mm-hmm. So when he finally calls for backup, after backup doesn't arrive for a little bit, he goes in and he sees somebody trying to like steal or mess with this machine. They get into a tussle. The guy uh, stabs him into like the floor, but he's yeah. able to, to get like a uh, shoot the uh, the machine that the guy's trying, the uh, person's trying to, uh, to to steal or operate or whatever. And that machine was some level of super science. So mm-hmm. he wakes up in a coma after about, I think it's about nine years or excuse me, eight years. Oh shit! And then they're like, oh, this thing is giving you abilities. They're like, what abilities? They're like, look, dude, you've been burned by the CIA. Like you got no family. So like this, we're like the super, super black ops CIA called Black Circle. And they're like, we want you to work for us because that machine you interacted with gave you certain powers. Then we flash back that to that mission of him and his younger self. He's actually shot by his partner, shot in the face. And what we find oh. out is that this is not in the past. That uh, whatever that machine did to him, he's like de- able to de-age back to his youth. Oh. And he's able to regenerate. So basically, he could go back on missions again. But he does it for this, you know, higher up organization above the CIA. And oh, yeah. uh, and to make things even more confusing, we've been told multiple times that his family's dead. The uh, operative that's his partner that shot him calls him dad. And that's the end of the uh, first issue. Ooh. Interesting. So yeah, cliffhangers about, but yeah, really interesting book. Oh, that sounds really, yeah, that sounds really cool. I, I, I really enjoy uh, Shelby as an artist and, and a writer. So mm-hmm. uh, this, this gets my radar. I did not check this out. And this sounds like something I need to check out. You um, know, um, the week that uh, it came out, I almost didn't pick it up because like the cover was just, it, it looked like uh, something just, Oh, grizzled, you know, grizzled old war horse guy. And I don't know something about it just was like, Oh, you know, Declan Shalvey, he never does me wrong. So I picked it up anyway. So I was surprised mm-hmm. by how good it was. Cause I thought it'd be something a little bit more generic and, you know, obviously something a lot more interesting. No, oh, it sounds pretty crazy. It sounds pretty cool. Definitely. Definitely. Um, sounds really cool. Yeah. I like it. Definitely have to check it out. All right. Well, I guess now it is time for our spotlights. I was just thinking about this just now. Last week. Didn't you just do spotlights? Oh, did I say spotlights? Uh-huh. Main course Thank time. <laughs> Last week for our spotlights, we did sequels. And I guess it should have been appropriate that we did that this week because because Carrie has a choice. And it's actually a sequel to a book that we did last season which is Garlic and the Witch by Brie Paulson. So I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to Carrie. Hi. So um, I chose Garlic and the Witch. It's the second book by Brie Paulson. Um, and it follows the adventures of Garlic. And she um, is finding something out um, that is strange. She has developed um, a pinky finger. And we learned that Agnes, which Agnes um, is a is the the sprout, like the human sprout of an acorn. <laughs> so the magic that which Agnes can imbue vegetables with is the kind of magic that made her come to life. And so she always knew that garlic and carrot and all the other vegetable people, could had the possibility had the possibility of turning into um humans at some point this is all news to garlic she's very um 
uncertain if that's something that she wants to do. She likes being garlic. So she goes to the count for help. And the count um, tells garlic some stories about himself. So that way um, she doesn't feel so alone in changes. And um, they go on a big adventure to a magic market to get special things for which Agnes and being on this big adventure, which was a few days journey from their little valley, um, kind of teaches Garlic that things are scary and life is scary. But if you do them with friends and if you have a little bit of faith, then all those uncertainties don't feel so bad. And that maybe she's a lot braver than than what she really is. So um, as they come back, they find out that um, Carrot has also grown a finger, meaning that <laughs> Carrot is also changing as well. And if we remember Carrot, they are the the love interest of Garlic. And so I was very excited to see that. And then you see um, panels of all the vegetable people slowly becoming more anthropomorphic and they're they're looking more human they're growing they're um they're developing like definitive features on their faces um a fun little aside is that uh celery the dick from the first book (laughs) he's like the last to grow and he was boasting saying that he was going to be the first to grow because he was like the smartest so it's kind of sad but it's also kind of funny that he gets his comeuppance in like a silent way Mm -hmm. and um and so they all turn into um little vegetable people and uh big spoiler or they turn into humans sorry from the vegetable people but uh carrot and garlic move in together and um i was super happy because we all knew that it was there it's just nice to see that they're together and it looks like they live a charming little life and at the very end of the book um they make garlic and carrot babies not the traditional fun way that humans do but they do um imbue them with like the little seeds with magic and make them grow and so i can only imagine that they have like the cutest little family now so that makes me really happy Mm -hmm. and it's a it's actually i don't know if you guys felt this way i felt that it was a lot shorter than the first book yeah Okay, so it was shorter, but it was, it's just... It, even if it's not shorter, it's a lot brisker. Just Yes, yes, the pacing's a lot brisker. You're absolutely right. Yeah, it, it definitely is. Um, Actually, it's funny because, like, the first one, for me, felt faster um, because I was able to sit down and read it all at one time. This one, I had to take a break in between and do something and come back. So, to me, this one felt longer, but oh, I think that's because I, I read it in two sittings, not gotcha. one sitting. okay. But no, all, all all together, just the same same beautiful panels and coloring and and artwork as the first series. Same kind of whimsy. Um, I love the flashback uh, when you see all the all the vegetable people being born and you know their little naked carrot yes. and little like and then like garlic takes the longest to 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 come out of yes. the the ground. It's oh god, they're so adorable. So so yeah. Um, they're super yeah. cute. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping for maybe maybe we'll get a um a third book about like you know, the kids, you know, the the garlic carrot children. Yeah, 
Brie Paulson certainly has created like this nice little universe mm-hmm. where everybody kind of gets along and there is so much magic that's still there to explore between yeah. like the magic that the Count can do, the magic that Witch Agnes can do and like the little fetch- like now human people. So I am really excited. I, I do hope mm-hmm. she um she decides to expand on it. I do. I did love when uh, Garlic turns human and she goes and va- visits uh, Witch Agnes and she goes and visits the cat. It was just very cute, like just yes. the moments that she had with them. And he's, yes. like, he's like, did you tell Carrie yet? He's like, no, no, I, I came to see you first, but I got to go. Yeah, yeah. Super cute. Really adorable. Yeah. I, I like how like the the magic rules basically in this uh in this universe as well um like how because they were made of magic they're going to be able to do magic so yeah my, so my question is like the magic market that they go to are all those people like born of something else to be able to become magic you know so that, that's true yeah so there's a lot to explore there definitely is and um and also uh the chapters do you notice how the chapters it was like a, a, a seed that was chapter one and uh-huh. then it slowly grew for each chapter uh-huh. yeah. so just like little little ideas like that too a lot of fun and 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 last but not least in my personal opinion um garlic's broom that she got to write on in the middle of the story so absolutely adorable so mm-hmm. yeah. so um i've decided that i'm actually going to get garlic tattooed on my body somewhere just because oh. I love her, I love her character design so much. Mm-hmm. She's so cute. Oh, that's awesome! That'd be really yeah. cute. Definitely. I just, I'm gonna get celery. Oh, <laughs> that's terrible. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm trouble. <laughs> but you know what? You get though? out of here right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Though, like celery was trying to be nice in this. this yes, he uh, was. Celery he did, did yeah. have a little redemption. Yeah, yeah, and like, but she, he didn't really get like any comeuppance last book so i'm assuming that's why he gets to kind of the comeuppance of being the last one to to transform yeah if he transforms at all you never see him transform so this is also he, true yeah, yeah that so, is uh, yeah he never transforms so who knows maybe they um, stepped on them when they all became human oh sh- <laughs> <That's a joke. laughs> all right but so we yeah. got a little backstory on which agnes and on the count which was really nice yes uh it's just Oh yeah, and the count, the count, you know, is gay. You know, nice yeah. little representation. He was like in this little gay uh, interracial relationship. It was very mm-hmm. cute. Yeah, it was really cute. And and then uh, Kara is uh, non-binary. Yes, Kara is non-binary, so, so that is cool too. Yeah, just really, just uh, and it's funny because I um, we bought these for our niece for her birthday. She just turned eight, and she literally spoiled the book for me she's like oh my god garlic turns into a human it's so cute and i was like yeah. oh <laughs> i'm like okay thank you for telling me yeah it's 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 definitely a good gift i know we're past the gift giving season but this is definitely something to keep uh in mind going forward for a uh, good birthday presents or uh, Christmas presents, because if you just appreciate good artwork, yeah. you know it's a, it's a great thing to buy. I actually want to check out. Yeah, garlic is really cool. Those carrots—they're all just really cute. Yeah, they are. It's all really fun. Yeah, and and I would like to to meet the rest of the of the veggie veggie family people. Yeah, you know, because you don't really interact with potato or pumpkin or turnip or yeah. anybody. Yeah, and, and and they all look they all have very nice designs and 
they all, you know, it'd be kind of cool to 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 know a little more about all of them too. So definitely, there's like we said, there's definitely room for more yeah. in this uh, series. But even if Brie Paulson decides to do something else, uh, I'm definitely going to check it out in the future. And Richard, you enjoyed it? No, I really enjoyed it. No, it's okay. super cute. I don't understand how anyone could not enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, this is. A good and a girl looks so brave. Like she's so afraid of everything, but she's like, "No, no, I'm gonna power through. I'm gonna yeah. do my best." <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. she's a small. You know, she's small, and she's you know, you know, like little and everything else. You know, she every time she's looking at anybody, she's looking up. You know, and so yeah, it's easy to be kind of afraid of things, but yeah, she's also a very good lesson. You know, like, like, like you said, like you know, things are gonna be scary growing up and doing things, but yeah, as long as you have you know, your friends and other people to do it with, it's not going to be too bad. I just, I I can't get over Brie Paulson's ability to have so much emotion on a vegetable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I just, the facial expressions alone, before they're human, before they start turning human is incredible. Yeah. You understand all of Garlic's emotions. Oh, and, yeah. and there's a lot of silent panels, too, without a lot of... um Through writing. It's just, it's the artwork definitely tells the tale as much as the, as the dialogue, which is nice. I kind of like when you're, when you are reading the very first few pages of the book, it seems like which Agnes is really going through it, but like yeah. in, a, in a really, not in a really kind of bad way. So she I'm really, seems very stressed. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was real. It that never really gets, because like there's a few pages in where she says like all of a sudden the townspeople need stuff, and then she's like overworked. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. And I mean, maybe I should not like read into it. But I felt like that was a lie. I was like, oh, it feels like there's something else going on. But you know, mm-hmm. it's probably just for the sake of propelling the story and see. So- where we can actually kind of dig into the story and dig into the characters that tells you how good like everybody's kind of represented in the story as well you know like it's like you know we there's some depth to this to this all ages story oh yeah which is nice absolutely definitely. yeah our niece really enjoyed it yeah. she was very happy that she received that mm-hmm. good for kids and adults alike i love it yeah yeah absolutely well, any any final thoughts of, about? It's good. You should buy it. It's on Amazon. You can get it in physical copy or on digital. Yep. Yes. All right. So that was it then. My apologies, both Carrie and I are have a, a nasty cough still, so we're dealing with it. We're trying to do our best not to have it on the uh, on the recording. Um, just bear with us, please. Um, but yeah. So that's about it then. Uh, anything else before we close the show down for the the week? No. Enjoy your wintertime uh, mm-hmm. breaks, everyone, if you have them. We will be back next week with episode 100. We're going to try to do something special. We're not going to say what it is. because Maybe we don't know what it is yet. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, we'll, you'll find out. Um, if anything, it'll be a great episode. Because you know what? We make great episodes. It doesn't matter if it's episode 52 or 100. It'll be a great episode. We should play Ouija board <laughs> over Zoom and try to contact 
um someone not recently passed but someone dead of the comic books and then see what happens that's that's my vote for episode 100 episode (laughs) but what if we can't get them to leave yeah well, then they're just gonna have to attach themselves to one of us, so that's fine. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's me, creator of Wolverine. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna do today? <laughs> okay. You guys have never had an attachment before. No. <laughs> well, we're about to get unattached to this episode. As Jesus we... Christ, that <laughs> sounds really bad and like very permanent. <laughs> uh, I'm very, very sweaty. My yeah. my goal for our off time is to kind of. Work on my tangents, <laughs> or so, no, not tangents, segways. We segways. need to work on the segway. Yeah, see, I can't. I only know the name of them. That's how bad I am at the segways. Okay, fine. All right, so well, we have reached the end of the show. Um, thank you, everyone, again for listening to the show. Instagram, Twitter, Good Pods, the CDB Pod, Book Clovers. Uh, Friday we will announce the next episode's uh, main topic, or maybe we won't. Next episode, we'll see. Um, but. Uh, our email is at better at gmail.com. And uh, Richard, where can we find you? Um, Topcat360, all over your internets. You know, trying to just get the new year started off right. Yep. Stay safe, everybody. Just sending good vibes and positivity to everyone. Nice. Yes. And Carrie, once again, best place to get you is our email. Yep. And yeah. me, underscore CV on Instagram. And for Richard and Carrie, I'm Brian. This has been the Comics Are Better podcast. And remember, comics are better and everyone deserves comics. 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Okay. Perfect. That worked out really well. That was a lot.